0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about what to do when your condo project with a premier waterfront address isn't selling. Today's show is a case study of a specific project, which my wife and I visited this past weekend. It seemingly has all of the right elements. The location is one of the best in the city. It's directly across from the Rideau Canal, one of the most historic and picturesque waterways in North America. During the winter months, the canal is the site of the world's longest seven-mile skating rink. The property is within walking distance of restaurants, shops, and two universities. It's in the heart of the community, and it still has lots of green space right out your doorstep. The location counts some embassies in the same area overlooking the canal. The project is being developed by an experienced development team who have completed several other successful projects. The architect is one of the premier architects in town and the general contractor is one of the largest and most established contractors in building concrete structures in North America, having built numerous high-rise buildings, government office towers. they have got over 14,000 employees, and they've been in business over 100 years. The showroom and sales center is located in an old church that resides on the site of the future condo tower. The developer took the project through the entitlement process, and the project's approved. The six-story building has a few technical challenges. It's across the street from the canal, which means the water table is going to be high, and the underground parking will have to be protected from water intrusion that will ultimately be present. This will increase some of the cost of construction. The site is not that big. The original plan was for 32 units on six floors, and the floor plans are large and spacious. The terraces and balconies are luxurious and, frankly, spectacular. And once you have a project that's entitled, the process defines the envelope of the building. It defines the setbacks from the property line, from the street, and the height. In some cases, if buildings are going to be higher than other properties in the area, the city is going to require the upper floors of the building to be set back at an angle and have a smaller footprint so you don't have this big rectangular block. This creates tremendous opportunities for rooftop terraces on the upper floors. But there's one small problem. The units are not selling. So why is that? Well, in my opinion, they're too expensive. In fact, the developer has pulled all the pricing from their marketing materials, and they've stated they're in the process of redesigning the interior. They plan to increase the number of units from 32 to 40 without changing the exterior envelope of the building. The finished product is going to be priced at a premium. The target for the developer is around $800 per square foot for units in the retail market. That means a 2,400 square foot apartment with a 600 square foot terrace and two parking spaces might cost as much as $2.5 million. There simply isn't that large a market for apartments in the $2.5 million price range. Underground parking spaces are going to be priced at 45000 each. At the end of the day, the target clients are going to be people who are empty nesters who want a property in a premier walkable location combined with the security of a lock and leave condo. They want to know that maintenance of the building is handled and they can spend a few months away in the winter without having to worry about taking care of their property. The building offers minimal amenities. The developer knows that this demographic isn't going to use the gym or the swimming pool on average. And if residents want access to those amenities, there are several within walking distance in the downtown core. The problem is that the price point is too high. As developers, we tend to think in terms of price per square foot. But retail buyers don't think in those terms. Retail buyers think in terms of price point, of affordability. Tenants don't think in terms of rent per square foot. They have a monthly budget of so many dollars a month. They might want a large two bedroom for that price, but if they can't get it, they'll accept something smaller that fits within their budget. That's exactly what the developer needs to do in this case, is redesign the building to reduce the unit sizes and increase the number of units within the same building envelope. The second constraint is going to be parking. There's no on-street parking in this location, so all the parking must be contained within the building they decide to try and fit, let's say, 80 units in the same building, they wouldn't be able to satisfy the parking requirements. So the maximum number of units is gonna be around 40 and this will be constrained by the parking. Even when this building is completed with a larger number of units, they won't exactly be cheap. Smallest units will be priced around 800,000. The larger units will be hopefully below the $2 million price point and the majority around a million and a half. Even at that price point, the market is small. It's gonna take a long time for this project to sell out. This is the case of a project where the numbers look great in an Excel spreadsheet. But the reality in the market doesn't care about Excel. When markets soften, they often slow first at the top end of the market. If you're choosing to develop a premium product, pay very close attention to your market demand and be prepared for the fact that it could take a lot longer for your project to sell than you imagine. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.